Welcome to Coach Life, leading leaders with Pastor John Pierce, the Senior Minister of C3 Powerhouse and the Executive Director of C3 Church Global. When we coach leaders effectively, we create multiplication and momentum. We want to equip and inspire you as you grow as a coach who leads leaders. Join the conversation today with Pastor John and Dan Frecker, a Melbourne East location pastor. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Coach Life Leading Leaders. We are so glad that you've joined us. And as always, I'm here with the one and only Pastor John Pierce. Hey, g'day, Dan, and hello, everybody. Welcome to Coach Life. Uh, what a privilege it is to advance the kingdom of God and to use the leadership gifts that we've got and lead leaders. So we want to help you today, equip you today. Thanks for joining us. Yes, and it would mean so much to us if you would give us a review wherever you are, if you're watching this on YouTube or on Spotify, and why not share this with a friend and do the journey together as we all grow as being coaches. Pastor John, what's on your heart today as we lean into the episode? All right. Well, one of the th- things I just wanted to share today, Dan, is a reminder for people as you're going deeper into your leadership journey. So you're now not just leading people as a group leader or a team leader, but you're actually leading leaders. You're coaching mm. leaders or you're directing ministries or pastoring a church or whatever it might be. And I always love to go back to the idea that it's not when you're in a spiritual leadership role, it's not just about skills and expertise there is a spiritual weight to what we do and i want to redirect people back to the very first episode maybe it might be a refresher for you if you're struggling if you're overwhelmed with the not just the time involved in being a, a, a leader of leaders but the weight of it is to go back and make sure that your prayer life and that your word life matches the level of responsibility and pressure that you're under and so that we covered that in the first episode around the pressure that happens the deeper you go in leadership Mm. and i think that's probably a good thing to review every six months or so how am i going spiritually uh, mentally with the pressure of leadership on my life Mm. and there's certain uh messages that as you said earlier that i know for me i just listen to over and over again and yeah i would so encourage everyone go back and listen to that and Let's uh, keep growing in that area of our, our leadership and our life. So, well, we've, we had a great three episodes, uh, which were quite a bit of a group together. And yes. I wanted to see, what are you thinking for our next few episodes? What's going to help right. us as coaches? So this, this is going to be awesome, Dan. I, I'm really looking forward to these next three. I hey, think come on. In terms of, we're going to talk about the meetings that we have with the people that we lead. So right. when we get together with people, making that count. And we're going to talk over the next three episodes. This one today, we're going to talk about leading huddles, huddles of group leaders. And we'll okay. talk about that. Yeah. Or huddles of leaders. Then we're going to talk about team meetings. When we get a team together, how do we lead that team, which is different to a huddle. Mm. And then we'll talk about our one-on-ones. So if I imagine it like this, uh, a huddle is in a lounge room in a yeah. pretty relaxed environment. We've had, we've shared a meal. There's been hospitality. And so that's, that's a huddle. And we're really soul to soul equipping people with leadership skills. A team meeting, we're around a table where where it might be a boardroom table or some kind of team table. And it's more about the nuts and bolts of the leadership, what we're doing, what's coming up, what are the values we're working on, actions, accountability. Got to be really good. If you're going to be a leader of leaders, you've got to be really good at team Mm. meetings. And then the last one is that either across the coffee table or across the desk. And it's mentoring or supervision. And those one-on-ones are also really important. So today, we're going to dive into the world of huddles, Dan. You, you're, mm. you run, we're both running huddles consistently, yep. right? What do, you, what do you love about running huddles? 
Oh, they're probably one of my favorite things I get to do. I, I love the just that soul to soul relational time uh, with yep. the team, and so there's always laughter, there's always yes. fun. Yes. Uh, but we're also connecting as well. We're hearing how each other are going, uh, and I just personally, as a leader, I always love that setting of the lounge room where you yep. know we can put the tools down and really mm-hmm. lean into each other's world. And then secondly, just a key word when I think of huddles, I think of equipping. Mm -hmm. And a huge part of being a coach, uh, the Bible teaches us, is we equip the saints. We equip people. And uh, for me, it's such a joy when I'm leading a huddle or even attending a huddle, just that environment of equipping people. It's just such a joy. I love that. Now, it doesn't have to be in a home specifically. Often it is in a home. But I've, I mean, my office is set up so that I've got a table on one side of the room for the table meetings. Yeah. And the other side is a lounge, is kind of a, a lounge area where I do quite a few huddles with our team. So mm. it's, it's great to have a physical setup that represents what you're trying to do. The environment matters. Yeah. And well, something we talk about so much is always looking to Jesus as the example of leadership right. to the Bible the ultimate leader. that hey yes we lead leadership books we listen to leadership podcasts but the Bible is the place we go uh, right. to see leadership so for huddles where mm. do we see this in the Bible where do these themes come through well I think the I think you obviously Jesus is the master of as a leader as a minister and as a leader of leaders and mm. you sense that Jesus hangs with his team quite a lot and both in a formal and informal setting there's teaching there's discussion there's conversation the last yeah. supper is a conversation around a meal table uh, I think particularly when I think of huddles I think uh, Jesus of equipping uh, the disciples uh, so one of the specific examples I think of is in Matthew 16 and Jesus is at uh, Caesarea Philippi and he's talking with his disciples he's near what's known as the gates of hell and he, he talks to them at this particular point and he asks them the question who do people say that I am right which is an indication it's, it's a, huddles are all about not just talking and everyone listening mm. they're about drawing things out so guys who do people say that I am what are they saying out there and then he does a follow-up question. And we're going to get to this a bit later, but great huddles have great follow-up questions. Yeah. And he says, well, who do you say that I am? Mm. And then Peter says, you're, the, you're the, the Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus reaffirms to him and says, well, flesh and blood hasn't revealed that to you, Peter. Uh, my Father in heaven, our Father in heaven. So you've just got revelation. And I wonder, did Peter have the revelation before the mm. conversation? Or did it come because Jesus asked the questions and therefore he discovered something that was inside of him mm. revealed by the Father? Not sure, maybe a combination of both. But So yeah. you, as you follow Jesus' ministry, as they, they set up for task, they debrief on task, they withdraw to the mountaintop, there's always a sense that there's a, there is meaningful soul-to-soul food fellowship and equipping happening by Jesus. Mm. And I always encourage people to think about in your own life, your own calling and your own leadership where the moments you've grown the most are. And, of course, we're going to have some moments that are the Sunday service because they're so powerful. But I know in my life a lot of those key moments were actually – around a, a lounge room, in your office, around the lounge room, around a coffee, where I've just had moments of such revelation that have equipped me for my calling. Great. And I think that's what we're trying to do here, isn't it? Is create those environments yes. for that soul-to-soul connection, but also uh, like Peter's moment there, the revelation <laughs> that yes. equips him, right? Yeah, exactly. Which, which sets us up for the idea of a huddle. It's not just... 
you know, a lot of Jesus' discipling was in a group context. Mm. So in this moment, it's it's not just Jesus having doing a one-on-one with Peter. Yeah. He's having a conversation with all of the guys and, and things are being recorded. So I think probably the first thought to note, when you're going to run a huddle, you have to establish who's going to be in that huddle mm. and why. Mm. And then how often you're going to meet and how long for. So to set it up. So I think the first question is to go, the people in my huddle really need to be at the same kind of level of leadership. Right. So that they they can be learning together, learning off each other and implementing things that we're talking about. Now, they might have a variety of experience. Someone might be at that level of leadership for 10 years, someone for two months. Yeah. But in essence, the fact that they're, uh, they're all group leaders and you've got six to ten group leaders who are huddling together and being equipped as group leaders or they might be team leaders or they mm. could be group coaches or or team coaches but being the same level of leadership is really important mm. and ideally in a similar kind of way so that they can bounce off each other so that's the who mm. be really clear about it you probably don't want more than 10 or 12 people in your huddle yeah. because you're wanting people to talk so where you would apprentice and develop prepare leaders with two or three at a time so yep. you can really go deep in a huddle you want 10 to 12, six is fine, four is fine. But yeah. you want that, that um, sort of that group dynamic of bouncing off each other. Uh, frequency and, and how long it really depends on the group and what they need. Some yeah. might huddle every month. Some might huddle every fortnight. Some might be huddle once a term, so once yeah. a quarter. So it will depend on the group, their busyness, how how well they're operating. So, But, you know, we would sort of say anywhere from once a month to once a quarter is about is going to be the right amount of time for those those huddles to gather and somewhere you can have short huddles 20 minutes or you can go for 90 minutes so mm. it, really, it really depends i think the more frequent you are you might do shorter huddles um but the the if you're only once a quarter you want 90 minutes i reckon to really mm. go deeper yeah and i think you're speaking into a mindset that i remember for me really helped of you know, that a coach's job isn't to have lots of one-on-ones. Yeah. And yes, that's going to be part of it and it's something yeah. some of us love more than others. And yeah, there's space for that. But I think what I have learned from your helping me think is that a huddle really is it's replacing me having 12 one-on-ones Hello. with people to Hello. equip them. Yep. Come on, who knows we're a bit busy. That's probably yep. challenging. But a great healthy huddle um, is a great investment in time because I can equip 12 people, but not just that, I'm mm-hmm. no longer the key voice. As you said earlier, we're learning from one another and yep. everybody wins. Oh, look. <laughs> everybody I'm wins. A, I'm a massive believer because I'm I, all of us as leaders have multiple layers of responsibility. So mm. if I can do something smarter and quicker and more effectively, but still with a sense of walking together with God, then that, that's it. And it is the Jesus model. Yeah. The majority of Jesus' discipling yeah. is in a group context. Even, yeah. even sending them on ministry is two by two. Mm. So, so uh, we have a saying that I hammer all the time with our team, Dan. It's that great meetings create momentum. Yes. If you've got great meetings are really about what's covered, who's in the room, the right people are in the room, that the right things are being talked about. And if that happens at the right frequency, you're going to create momentum. Mm, yeah. So I do love it. I love, for example, that, that a person over here is having their aha moment in the huddle 
but simultaneously because they're having their aha moment, three or four other people are having the same aha (laughs) moment. And instead of a day of meetings, we did it in an hour together. It's just, it's a, and and we grow together. I think that's a beautiful part of it. It's, it creates unity. It creates a sense of a feeling of team. I'm not in this journey alone. The struggles that I'm talking about, there's not just me. Everybody has the (laughs) same struggles. Uh, So we're really kind of, and it it creates a, it does create momentum. It's inspirational. If we do it right, it can be, and I'm with you. It's one of my favorite things to do uh, because of the soul to soul nature and the laughter and the joy and the, the learning. So, yeah. Well, I think it'd be helpful to go quite practical. And I guess yeah. I'll start with this will be a simple answer. I guess what would we define as the win or mm-hmm. what's the main outcome or goal of a great huddle? Okay, great. And we should we should particularly shout out at this point Mac Lake, who yes. has been <laughs> has really helped me a lot and our church a lot in a simple format for great huddles. And so mm. Mac uh, has written a book. Uh, one of the, I've got it here. If you're on YouTube, it's called Leading Leaders. Highly recommend it. Yes. And in it, he has a chapter on huddles, and we've adopted a lot of Mac's training mm. and been doing that for uh, probably five six years, and found it to be really beneficial. So, so helpful. Uh, the win uh, and we've got this on our cards for everyone who runs the huddle but the win is to create a warm friendly atmosphere for soul to soul equipping mm. so warmth is a really important component of it uh, soul to soul so it's relational that's yeah. the best way to do leadership it's not in a classroom setting where one person's doing all the talking it's all together and equipping is that key word i'm going to mm. go away um, a better leader. I'm going yeah. to be empowered. I'm going to be sharpened in one competency. And only we'd only focus on one in a um, in a huddle, so that you're just drilling down into this particular area. Maybe it's delegation. Maybe it's recruiting leaders. Mm. Maybe it's time management. Whatever is the competency, we're going to drill down and get better at that. Yeah. And I think I love the simplicity of it because after a huddle, I will reflect and I'll go. Was there a soul-to-soul connection? Yes. yes, no, and were people equipped? And if I can answer yes to both of those, was there a warm, friendly atmosphere? We're, we're, that's what a healthy huddle is. Yes. So, yeah, well, people should really want to come to them because they're like, mm, this is gonna, this is gonna be great and fun yes. and a good vibe. Yeah, but it's not a, a have-to meeting; it's a get-to. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> if, if we Love do it, it well as coaches. Well, all right. Well, okay. I'm a coach. I'm about to lead a huddle. Yes. I, I don't necessarily know how to. What, what is mm-hmm. the? What would you? encourage people how we lead a huddle all right so really simply the simple format is the the 5c format which we have adopted and it's quite simple and so you as the leader are going to walk people through these five c's um and you may adjust a couple of the areas in terms of the order of them but you're going to connect together you're going to celebrate something which creates a positive atmosphere. Yes. You're going to have the majority of the time is going to be around coaching, around a competency, and we'll talk about that. Uh, we're going to communicate what's coming up as leaders, what we need to be aware of, and we're going to care for one another by praying. Now, Brilliant. you might do that at the start. Uh, you may do that second when after people have shared a little bit of what's going on in their world. But those are the five key ingredients. So mm. let, let's bounce through each of those. Yeah, it, let's it break it a, down. It's good to have the format, and it's 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 a lot less preparation than you think. This is not like preparing for a lecture to yeah. run a huddle. You have to prepare. You have to pre-think it. But it's it's not like 
preaching a sermon so to true. a group of people in the room. It's about it just coming ready with knowing where you want to go. So yeah. let's start with connecting. Connecting is, I mean, it's a group 101 um, skill, isn't it? Whether it's yeah. icebreakers for your connect group or life group, uh, whether it's just something that you ask people. Uh, give, give us a couple of your faves, Dan, to kick. What, what, what are you going to ask people oh. when you're starting and connecting? Yeah, well, I do want to say our Leaders app has a great um, list of examples there. Yes. Look, I, I personally, I'm a sucker for the old, just share a win. What's something that's just going well in your life right yep. now? And Simple. and I try to, I really push that it's not necessarily church. It can be, yes. but it's yep. life. What's going yeah, well? We get so to know I, you. Yep. I love sharing what's a win. And then another just classic I often would do is what, what's your biggest challenge right now? Yes. And as yep. they're not that fancy, but man, I just love, it's just a great connection moment. We're yep. giving updates to the team. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, that'd be two that I use quite regularly. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I'd say something like that. It could be as simple as what was your highlight from the weekend? Yeah. Uh, could be what are you looking forward to in the next month? Uh, it could be tell us something that's on your bucket list. There's 101 yes. things, but to sort of think creatively. Or you could, if the group's been going a while and you're growing deeper, so what's what's a, a, a great uh, what's a great strength in your prayer life at the moment? Yeah. What's a key verse that God's spoken to you about lately? So mm. there can be just going deeper in those areas so that that's quite simple connecting it's probably it's probably only five or ten percent you, you these things can get away on you so you <laughs> want to pre-plan yeah. how long are we spending and allocate uh, a bit of time to that uh, and tell people before you go yeah. around the room it's like okay you've got 30 seconds yeah this your isn't answer. your 10 minute therapy yeah, this session is, yeah this is exactly yeah. <laughs> this is not counseling or therapy this is connecting all right that, that's the first one uh, the second one is celebrating mm. and uh, that's really again and if you've if you've led groups like most of our leaders uh, who are listening have led groups yeah and you know what it's like when when the, it becomes a whinge fest <laughs> it's just a kill joy for atmosphere yeah. so if you're trying to equip and sharpen now it's one thing in to, in the connecting where someone is genuinely got something that's really weighing on them and you kind of need to get that shared and then pray together yeah. so that you can move forward. And that's that's a caring atmosphere, soul to soul. Mm. But not what we're not looking for is, okay, let's that, all share the worst thing happening in our life this week. Uh, you know, what we want to do is let's celebrate. And I yeah. think particularly – uh, while in the connection time you might be celebrating something that's personal, I think in the the celebration time we want to go. What's a win? You know, where have I grown? Where is the the ministry I'm lead, leading had some mm. wins? Well, what can we celebrate together? And yeah. we all do little golf claps, and that's awesome. Yeah. Or you've apprenticed so many leaders, or you had a record here, and so just the sense of where is God at work, either in me or through me, in mm. the areas that I lead, and it just builds great momentum and unity in the team it's like a yes. sense of we are celebrating together yes. we're one team we have one yep. vision and i just yeah i love that moment of it just oh it just gets everyone fired up and reminds yep. us really of the why of what we're doing yeah exactly mm. love that so that's your celebration probably five to ten percent on the connection five to ten percent on your yep. celebration now you're getting into the coaching component and your mm. coaching component is it's not just you sitting down doing a Bible study. Yeah. Uh, it's not you sitting down and being the talking head. The, yeah. the idea of it is uh, to you may, and usually in this, watch something together, read yep. something together. So let's say you've got 40 minutes allocated for coaching time. Okay, mm. so you've done your first couple of things. And so you might spend 10 minutes max 
on something that you all either watch a little short YouTube, listen yep. to a podcast. Maybe, you know, you're listening to a Brilliant Disciple Makers mm. episode or Coach Life episode or people have listened to it beforehand. Yep. Uh, we, we, for example, I'm doing a director's huddle tomorrow and we're working through a book and so everybody's pre-read a chapter right. and, and taken notes on it. So yeah. it's really around what what what's the competency I want to build into people and get them listening and thinking by something outside the group. Now you could you could present a 10 minute thing yourself as well as the leader yeah. or get one of the people in the group to present it. But that's that is the springboard for conversation. Mm. That's the that's the content, but then away we go from the content into the the discussion. All right. Yes. So talk to us, Dan. What do you what what's a couple of keys if I'm gonna go, mm. all right, you've listened or we all just heard that, we watched that. What are you gonna ask to kick off with? Yeah, and I think what I do is and, and as you said earlier, we're not preparing a sermon or but what I do personally is I prepare great questions. And yes. so that's something I do leading into yeah, a huddle. Mm-hmm. Is I'll actually have pre thought out questions um, and yeah, so I think for me, I always love to start off with a nice open-ended question. Yep. Uh, so for an example might be, what stood out to you from yeah. that YouTube yep. video we just watched? Or yep. um, what challenged you from that podcast? Yes. Um, so that might be an example of the first one. But as we discussed in a previous episode, the power is in the follow-up questions. Mm-hmm. And so um, as the leader of that section, I'm really actively listening. Yes. And as people are responding, I would generally ask at least one to two further questions just to really keep digging deeper. And, and you know, I have a bit of a rule. It's like I love asking hard questions there. And yes. sometimes there's silence because people yeah. are really actually having to land the revelation. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that would be definitely a great starting place is a pre-thought through great open-ended question. Yes. Um, but then directing that conversation through follow-up questions. I love that. I love that. I would I would do something similar. What what spoke to you the most out of that? What challenged you the most? Or what's what's something you're gonna do different as a mm. leader as a result of that? And sometimes I might not do an immediate follow-up question, but I'll do what I call a bounce off, which is yep. like, who else felt like that? Mm. Who else was challenged by that? Why did that particularly challenge you? Yes. Uh, you know, and I do tend to have a bit of a read of people in the huddle and and I know people who are more likely to be vulnerable early than others. Right. So to really open up and I'll start with asking those people questions because <laughs> as soon as someone yeah. goes a bit deeper uh, or is really thought through, then that sets the tone for the room. So yes. it's really good to go, oh, this is if someone's going to let me ask some questions or they're going to open up and it's, it's really valuable. So, yeah, I think... That's great. And and something I'm learning, it's a skill is making this time feel organic and like a discussion. And so yes. this we all grow in this. Of course, yes. at first we have notes. and But that's something I'm trying to grow in my leadership right now is how can that section not feel scripted, but we really mm. follow the gold. And that's where, as I said earlier, we don't always know where it's going to end, but yes. we can guide it through great questions, which is yeah. a skill we can all grow in. Yeah. And you do. You want, you want it to feel like it's becoming a group conversation. Yeah. So it's not just you know the starting point is it's the leader of the huddle is asking this person a question then that person a question then that person but the ideal is that people start kicking in themselves and it becomes a conversation yeah i've really found that or Mm. i I struggle with that or 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 just a a, a opening question after it is oh well who's found an answer to that who's Mm. who's got something that you do to really kind of land that in your own life so yeah uh, i think asking questions that 
because it's easy for people to reflect on content that that was great content <laughs> yeah. you know that's something everybody should do yeah uh, but what we're trying to do is go okay self-reflection these mm. are self-reflection moments so different ways could be you know we just talked about five principles of time management and we looked at that now i want you to rate yourself from one to on those which are you the best at yeah which do you need to improve at Mm. Uh, and then the question after, why do you think you're good at that? Mm. And why is that a struggle for you? So it's it's that deeper, going deeper. So, But if you give people a chance to self-reflect, yes. that's, that's a really powerful part of a huddle. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, I love – my last question is generally, as you shared earlier, we want to land in the application zone. And, yes. And that's where, as we're talking about, it's very personal. So for me, out of this huddle, mm-hmm. I know what God's wanting me to work on next or where yes. I need to focus or grow in. Yes. And I think um, I love asking great questions. So out of today's huddle, what's one action step for you? Yes. Or if you rate yourself a two, what's one thing you do to get a four? And I think that really helps people leave the conversation with discovery and yes. application yeah really mm. very important what's my next step in this which is which is you know as a leader if you are ESPNing people encouraging yes. scripture praying and having next steps once a, once whenever you have this huddle once a month once a quarter you get a chance to go yeah well yep. what's your next step in a group <laughs> and we've said it in front of everybody Love and that. let's revisit that in the next huddle awesome mm. so that's the that's the where the meat of this whole conversation is and, totally. and leaning into that but the, the key here is uh, it's it's a win if you weren't the expert, mm. which is so hard, Dan. I, <laughs> this is probably the biggest thing I would struggle with because yeah. for years I'm used to I'm offloading my input and I'm giving yes. stuff. But if it's like, no, we can learn from one another. Yeah. Uh, and also, the, so one win is I'm not the expert. The other win that tells you the group's going well is people start asking questions. Mm. So not just giving answers, but but asking questions. What a thought. And you can, you can answer them or you can get other people in the group to answer them. So the idea is that you maybe pull things together with a few of your thoughts at the end of the coaching session, but you're not necessarily the expert the whole way through. Yes. And I think, um, that's a mindset of a great coach as we hold our tongue quite yes, often. And as you said, that tongue. can be hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so uh, the last two things, communi- so we've we've connected, celebrated, coached, uh, we've got communicate. So really we're all functioning as a team. This is what's coming up. This yep. is the next huddle date. This is what's happening in church. This is, you know, we're having a social event, et cetera, et cetera. This is, if it's the group leaders uh, huddle, the next group launch, a group uh, launch campaign is, such and such a date yeah any questions people have got around the practicality of their leadership role happens in the communicating brilliant and then the care yes and like i said that could be at any point throughout the the huddle but that sense let's let's finish by praying for each other often we actually have it on the back of a prayer meeting so there's not as much time spent praying in the huddle itself but just praying for one another uh, sometimes I'll ask the question, "What can we? What can we pray for each other for?" Mm. And, or just spend some time the person beside you praying. But it's an important part of building the connection together. Yes, and it brings Jesus into it, which and and, and prayer unifies yes. uh, us. And it's such a great way to end the huddle or, or begin. But prayer is such an important part. Fantastic.
There we, we go. Thank yes. you. Uh, Mac Lake, the guru <laughs> yes. of huddles, has given us some great content. And this is not just theory. This has been uh, working effectively in our church and our lives for the last five or six years. I actually yeah. use, I run a business meeting. I own a business. Right. I use exactly the same format <laughs> in a monthly team meeting How cool uh, is that? with the guys. So it's, it's great. There you go. Well, we hope you found that helpful. Let's all uh, lead great, healthy huddles, the Jesus way, equipping people. So we love you guys. We can't wait to see you next month. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. And we pray that you've been equipped and enlarged in your leadership journey. We would appreciate your feedback by leaving us a review wherever you've joined us from today. You can connect with John on Instagram at John underscore Pierce. We hope you join us again soon for our next episode of Coach Life Leading Leaders.